you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Another episode of the Master Plan. Sorry, something else was playing. Of the Master Plan, I'm your host Michael Filipkowski, and today, so obviously, recently, obviously, the episodes that we've been producing recently have all been kind of the same, of the same sort, and that's obviously because I've been at school, and because I'm at school, I just have less time to you know work on other projects that I like to spend time on. Uh, but now that I'm officially on break, I have the chance to kind of produce some episodes, some other content just for those of you who maybe just you know sometimes get bored and just don't need to listen to me talk about football, uh, or at least just whatever the week of football is. This is a different episode. We are talking about um, the NFL and kind of injuries and kind of why we're seeing more of them, in my opinion, and my opinions and all of that. Um, we'll have some good episodes coming down the pipe. Uh, Connor should be joining us again soon. We'll hopefully get a good baseball episode or, or two up. Um, hopefully some, you know, NBA episodes. Uh, we'll see if we get a soccer episode or two up. Uh, I'll try to get some hockey content out there. And, and, and yeah, so, you know, we're just, we're going to be talking today. This is more relaxed uh, than, than, you know, usually I'm trying to fit so much content into like a little time block that it's just, it's, it's like I have to go, go, go. This is more of a conversation. It's something that I've been thinking about, and I would love to, you know, hear your guys' opinions in the comments. So if you have them, just please leave them below. I'll make sure to turn, <laughs> turn, turn the Q and A on. So obviously, this year we've seen a lot of quarterback injuries. I mean, it is. It's not just. It's like it's been an abnormal amount. It feels like every team, you know, you pick almost any team at random, and they're going to have a quarterback who's either missed a couple games or who's out for the season. And I'm not even going to address the quarterbacks who have just been benched. I mean, let's look at how many – like, think about the quarterbacks who've gotten injured and missed games. Justin Fields missed a couple games. Kirk Cousins is out for the season. Uh, You had Kyler Murray who was out for eight games. Stafford missed a game. Um – you have Gino, who's been out for a couple games. Then you have, you know, in the NFC South or NFC South. I, I don't know. If Carr, Carr is certainly not fully healthy. I don't know if he's missed a game. Uh, Heineke's been injured. Uh, then you have Jones, Daniel Jones, who's been out for the entire season. Uh, you know, it's just it, it, it's it's completely wrecked entire team's future. And then the AFC is even worse. I mean, the Browns, the Bengals. The Steelers have all had quarterbacks go out. So Watson's been out with an injury. Uh, obviously, Burroughs had a season-ending injury. Ken, high high ankle sprain for Kenny Pickett. Herbert's been out for the season. Um, you know, it's just it's 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 been a lot. You have a lot of quarterbacks who are just 
going down, missing games, whatever it is. And so I think as a result, you've just, we've just seen so many games where it's been like, I really am not looking forward to watching this game because it's between two backup quarterbacks, right? It's between obviously Aaron Rodgers went out for the season on, in the first game of the year. Um, and, you know, when that happened, I mean, the Jets season went from, oh, playoff aspirations to let's see if we can even, you know, get eight wins this year. So obviously there have been a lot of quarterback injuries this season. Some of them are, you know, just maybe this is just an abnormally large year in terms of quarterback injuries. But here's my take. Obviously, the NFL has changed to protect quarterbacks more and more over the past, you know, 10 years than ever before. I mean, there are just certain things you can't do to an NFL quarterback anymore. There are certain ways you can hit a quarterback and there are certain ways you can't, right? I'm old enough to remember back in 2010, 2015, you know, and then before that, you know, Tom Brady, when he was driving, I mean, he got crunched a lot. He took a lot of sacks. Big Ben took a lot of sacks. And quarterbacks generally back then had a very different mentality towards sacks and towards evading the pocket than they do today. And what's been interesting, so one of the major themes of this channel uh, football themes. And this is something I brought up and you can go back to my very first episode. We're on episode 510, 11, whatever it is. You can go back to my first ever episode that I released. And in that episode, I discussed the new era of quarterbacks that we are seeing, right? The out of the pocket, creating with your legs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what I've noticed is that when you compare quarterbacks today, and I'm just saying visually, because I don't know if there's enough data out. I mean, there's a lot of data, but it would be hard to kind of distill it into, into exact numbers. If you look at the way quarterbacks treat the ball today versus the way they treated it 10 or 15 years ago, I see today, Far fewer throwaways, like just pure, like no one's open, I'm throwing it away than I used to see in the NFL. And that I think is a result of we have more quarterbacks in the NFL today that can create with their legs. And that's great, by the way. You see, I mean, how many times do we see Josh Allen making a play with his legs to extend the play and then throw the ball? Whether it's a completion, interception, or incompletion, he does that. Same with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Uh, even even quarterbacks who maybe aren't as good. You know, I've seen Zach Wilson attempt to do that. There are a lot of quarterbacks in this league who do that. We don't have today as many true pocket passers as we used to. I don't think pocket passing is a, is a dead art or whatever. I don't think it's anything like that. Um, but what I do think is that we have more quarterbacks today who are capable of moving. You know, even, you know, quarterbacks who are maybe a little more pocket-centric, like a Jared Goff or maybe a Brock Purdy, are, are still capable of moving. So, okay, how does this relate to what we're talking about? So, I, I, I think a big reason why we're seeing more injuries to the quarterback position, even though the NFL has attempted to make the quarterback position more safe, is I think unintentionally what the NFL has done is actually make it 
more dangerous in a different way for quarterbacks to play the position. And here's why. In the NFL today, right, you, there are certain ways you can hit a quarterback and certain ways you can't. There are certain things that are okay and certain things that are, aren't, okay? I mean, we know that that's 100% true, right? So, okay. If a quarterback knows, I know a defender can't bring me down this way. They can't hit me this way. They can't hit me, whatever. Quarterbacks are going to be more willing to go out and extend the play with their legs. Why? Well, because they know they're not going to get hit as hard, right? And if you're not going to get hit as hard, you're going to be more confident saying, oh, well, I know I can take that hit. I know I can take the hit if I need to, right? I know I can roll out of the pocket and, and take a hit if I'm trying to make a play, right? Because I'm trying to make a play. I'm trying to make the, the team better. Because in their minds, right, they're saying, well, listen, I could sit in the pocket. I could sit there. Oh, no one's open. Oh, rush is coming. I'll just throw it away, right? They're saying, I could do that. But instead, I can just roll out and maybe I create a play with my legs and my arm or just my legs and I run for the first down or I or I complete a pass or whatever it is. Because, I, you know, interceptions are so relatively low, even though, you know, you know what I'm saying? Interception chances, you know, any quarterbacks can tell you I'm not going to throw an interception. Even if they end up doing so, they're not going to say that. They're going to have confidence in themselves that they can make the play that they need to make to get their team to win the game. So I think unintentionally the NFL has made it more advantageous for quarterbacks to hold onto the ball for longer than they used to. Right? Because again... If you know that that rush coming at you, you know, there's a certain, it's easier to evade certain hits now because you know the defender, he can't just like bear tackle you and land on you because that's a 15 yard penalty. He has to bring you down in a certain way, right? And he can't make any contact with the head or neck area because if he does that, then guess what? 15 yard penalty, personal foul, right? If he hits you low, 15 yard penalty, personal foul. So you see all, how all these things combine. So then it becomes more predictable how a defender is going to tackle a quarterback, right? A defender has to bring a quarterback down in an in in, in increasingly number of smaller ways. So that then creates quarterbacks who are much more willing to hold on to the ball for longer, right? And get outside the pocket. So I, I think a lot of the injuries that we're seeing are a result from that. A result from actually trying to protect the quarterback, I think, has actually led us to quarterbacks holding the ball on for longer, right? Trying to create more plays with their heads and, or excuse me, with their legs. And what happens when a quarterback tries to create a play with their legs, they actually become less protected, right? Remember how Brady used to get sacked? And I'm not talking about the few times where he was not seeing it coming and he really got crunched. But when Brady takes a sack, right, and you watch this, when he sees the sack is coming, he knows he can't avoid it because Brady doesn't have the legs to evade a sack like that, right? He just holds onto the ball and like curls up, right? He's just like, I'm going to take the sack. I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to try to make a throw with my arm. I'm not going to try to make a play with my legs. I'm too valuable to the team, right? He knows that. Instead, I'm just going to eat the sack, live for another day, right? Maybe it's the end of the drive. Okay. But at the end of the day, I'm more valuable on the field 
then potentially trying to make a play as the defender's coming out. He knows that, right? And that's how a lot of quarterbacks used to treat rushers when they came at them, right? They used to say, I'm going to hold on to the ball or I'm going to throw it away really quickly. That was one of the two things that they did. Before you tell me, you know, Michael, but Aaron Rodgers has been in the league. Well, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone one year and, and he got injured quite a few seasons in a row. I don't know if you guys remember this. This was back, you know, 2012 to 2015. I mean, he was injured for a few of those seasons um, with, with like not just minor injuries, but these were like major, major injuries for Aaron Rodgers. I'm not talking about this season's injury, which was a non-contact injury on like the first play of the season. That had nothing to do at least in my opinion, with this, right? But go back to uh, 2013, he played nine games. In 2017, he played seven games. So he's missed a couple of seasons with some pretty major injuries. It's happened to him multiple times. But even him, it's just different than, you know, he approaches the game even still very differently than a lot of other quarterbacks do. Right, because even he is not running with the football in the same way that other quarterbacks are running with it. Right? Does that make sense? Like he is not approaching the running game in the same way that um what's his face? In the same way that like a Lamar Jackson or a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen are approaching running with the football. So okay. Quarterbacks, I think generally today speaking, are a little bit more athletic than they used to be. Right, because this the the prototype of quarterbacks has changed. Because if you can say, well, if I can have a quarterback who can extend the play with his legs versus one who's just only able to sit in the pocket, I would like one who's able to extend the play with his legs. But what does that create? That creates more players who take more hits. Right, when a quarterback is outside of the pocket, I think contrary to public opinion, he's actually going to take a, a different type of hit because the defender is going to hit him from a different angle. Most of the time, right, it could be from behind. It could be from in front. Because, again, when a quarterback's in the pocket, right, typically a sack is going to come, you know, in their direction, the way they can see it. Even if it's from their blind side, it's not going to come on their back, right? It's going to come from their side, maybe in front of them, right? If a quarterback is standing downfield, right, with his hips pointed towards the sideline, it's either going to come at his hips or it's going to come – Maybe in you know somewhere around that. But if he's out of the pocket, not even necessarily running in the football, but if he's out of the pocket, he could get hit from any direction, right? As he's throwing the football. So it's gonna create again more awkward angles, arms moving in ways they shouldn't. And by the way, hands hitting helmets, other players, uh, legs getting trapped under things, right? That is all things that have happened this season and 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 I think this is something that we need to address, right? The NFL has made it a, a, a quote-unquote safer league, right? Whenever you see a quarterback or a wide receiver get a defenseless hit receiver, right? And then they throw off penalties. You say, well, it's so good because the NFL is eliminating that. Well, you know what's interesting, right? Because I feel like quarterbacks – and Tom Brady came out and said this a few weeks ago, or I think it was like last week. He said, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't even remember. But he said, quarterbacks need to be taught, right, where to throw a football to not put your receiver in danger, right? That's a huge part of it, right? 
why you know Tom Brady threw the ball. He was so good at not just picking who which receiver to throw to, but where to throw it to them, right? When he threw across the middle, like he wasn't necessarily just going to say, "Listen, I'm going to throw it out there. You're going to catch and take a hit." He would throw it low and say, "Just roll into it, and then you'll get tapped down." Or you know wherever he was intentionally putting the ball in places so that quarterbacks protect the receivers, right? Okay. Today, you don't see that. Today, there's a lot of defenseless receiver calls because balls aren't being put in the right location for the receivers. Furthermore, think about it this way. You have a quarterback on the run who's outside the pocket trying to make it with, play with his legs. By definition, that player is not going to be as accurate as if he was on, on a solid plane, right? If he's running and making a play with his arms versus planted, Throwing, those are two different things. And the guy who's planted is always going to be far more accurate. So if you're a quarterback who's on the run throwing a football to your wide receiver, okay, maybe put it on target, but you're not going to be able to say, oh, I'm going to put this ball right here at the feet. I'll put it up. I'm going to put it a little behind, whatever it is. You're not going to be able to have control over that, right? It may happen. It may, it may happen, but your accuracy is going to be significantly lower than if you were just planted and standing still. So I think that's another reason why we're not just seeing more quarterback injuries, but look at the wide receiver injuries this year too. And again, I think that's a lot to do with the fact that we have quarterbacks who are putting their receivers in bad positions, right? Those receivers then take a hit because what else is the defender supposed to do? The defender then gets flacked, right? For trying to make a clean hit because it's been, it's becoming so hard for defenders to make it. So I think what I'm really trying to say here is that the NFL is instituting rules with the intention of caring about player safety. When in actuality, I think that they're just causing different types of injuries. And the whole goal of the NFL, right? The whole goal of a football league, of the football league, is we have all of these extremely talented quarterbacks, right? In the NFL, you probably have, but anywhere between 20 and 25 quarterbacks, you're like that is a somewhat talented player, right? You have 10 or 15 guys, you're like, those guys are, are very, very good. Then you have between five and 10 who you're like, those guys are really, really solid, right? And then you have five who, you know, teams are in transition or with rookie quarterbacks or whatever it is, right? And that happens every year. You know, you look at the worst teams in the league, Patriots, Panthers, Commanders, all of those teams fit those bill. Whether they've just drafted a quarterback or going to draft a quarterback, right? Teams like that always kind of in that bill. And the thing that the NFL has wanted to eliminate is quarterback injuries, right? Because quarterbacks affect the te a team's performance so much because they are calling the plays. The one, it's just, they are, they are starting with the ball in every single offensive play, right? And they just make so many decisions, right? They know the playbook. And the difference between those top quarterbacks and then their backups is huge, right? The difference between a Josh Allen and uh, whatever, whoever his bar backup is, like Barkley or whatever, it is, or the difference between Justin Herbert and Easton Stick, right? It's very, very clear. The difference between, um, so another good example, like Kirk Cousins versus Nick Mullins and Josh Dobbs, right? The difference between even like a Kenny Pickett versus a Trubisky or Rudolph, or what about you know, uh, uh, Burrow versus Browning. I know Browning's had some success, but like we're, we're speaking in real terms here, right? The difference between CJ Stroud and Case Keenum, 
the difference between basically any quarterback and their backup is very, very large. And so when you have a lot of backups playing, it really decreases and diminishes the product of the league. So the NFL has said to get more quarterbacks to stay in the field, right, to prevent injuries, we are now going to encourage, we're now going to penalize defenders who hit quarterbacks in ways that we don't like. And thus, it's allowed these quarterbacks to take more time to throw, right, on certain plays, right? You would never, ever see Zach Wilson, you know, 10 years ago try to make the plays that he tried to make this weekend. But he did. Right. Notice the play. He was running outside the pocket. I mean, he got crunched like four or five times. Any quarter, if you ask Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers or Matt Ryan or Drew Brees or Peyton Manning, the ball gets snapped. No one's open, throwing it away. Like that's how that works. They're not trying to evade. They're not trying to create a play with their legs. They just throw the ball away and live to play for another down. The NFL today is so much about looking what Patrick Mahomes is and trying to emulate that for so many players. But Patrick Mahomes has suffered his own fair share of injuries. And all these quarterbacks are now running with the football and they're now becoming runners. And you might say, well, I mean, most of them slide. But it only takes one hit like that to really change a season for any of these quarterbacks, right? Because once they become runners, the whole game changes. And if they fumble the ball, right, if they get injured on one play like that, you're going to be you're gonna be saying, oh, my God. I mean, we now have to turn to our backup. Right. So I think the essence of this is the NFL needs to evaluate, right? How quarterbacks are being injured. Obviously, we have some who are being injured because of turf fields, which need to be replaced immediately. It's ridiculous that we're even having this conversation about a league where you know teams are worth in excess of billions of dollars. It needs to be grass fields tomorrow. But the NFL needs to evaluate, okay, how are quarterbacks getting injured? And even the ones who aren't injured, how are they How are they taking these hits? And you'll see it's like, oh, my God. You know, quarterbacks being exposed outside the pocket is dangerous, right? Inside the pocket, we need to, you know, instead of teaching defenders, right? Oh, you know, this is how you, this is how you have to tackle a quarterback. Maybe you have to teach quarterbacks this is how you take a sack. And people might say, but Michael, that means you're diminishing the game. We're not going to have as many explosive plays. But to counter that, I say, but listen, we have so many uncompetitive games each week, so many games that no one wants to watch because we have backup quarterbacks playing or we have injured quarterback, whoever it is. We have so many games each week where it's just like, I don't want to watch. You know, like look at this upcoming week, right? We have Bengals Steelers. We have Jake Browning versus Mason Rudolph. That's not a that's not the game that we were all promised, right? Bills Chargers could have been interesting, but instead we get Easton Sick for the Chargers. Colts Falcons, well, uh, Anthony Richardson's out for the season, and you know Desmond Ritter sucked, so it's going to be Heineke versus Minshew. Seahawks Titans, well, Geno might be out, so it's probably going to be Locke versus Levis, right? Lions Vikings, interesting game at the start of the season, but now it's Goff versus Nick Mullins. Right? Commanders Jets. Oh, we're going to see Aaron Rodgers play. Nope. It's going to be Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon or whoever versus Jacoby Brissett or Sam Howell. Right? And that those are the first, you know, the first game we actually have two starters is Packers Panthers. 
And then again, the next game, Browns, Texans, you might have Keenum versus Flacco, right? It could be Stroud. We don't know. Jaguars, Bucks, that should be Baker versus Trevor. I mean, Trevor might, yeah, I think his ankle is fine. Cardinals, Bears, that game, you got two starters, but again, two non-competitive teams. Cowboys, Dolphins, there you go. Broncos, Patriots, I mean, yeah, you got two starters. So, but then, you know, you get Raiders, Chiefs, and, you know, Jimmy G was injured, but now Connell's a starter, and then Giants, Daniel Jones is out. So, the I mean, there are so many games this weekend. I would say probably about half, probably eight games, seven or eight games, where one or both of the starting quarterbacks were was not the quarterback to start the season. So th- that just makes so many games much less competitive and entertaining than they would have been if those quarterbacks had stayed healthy. And I know that prevent totally preventing quarterback injuries is impossible. I mean, how many not, and we had Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers both go down with Achilles injuries this year. I mean, those are both non-contact. Just snapped. I mean, I feel terrible for them. But I think we do need to evaluate how quarterbacks are being take a, being hit outside the pocket. And we need to evaluate, you know, these quarterbacks are being put in positions because the game now allows them to, because the game, quote unquote, protects them on the field, right? It protects them in the means of the game. But the rules of the NFL cannot protect, prevent a player from, you know, getting hurt, right? Just because you get hit, and it's not a penalty doesn't mean you get hurt. So, you know, I think there's just a lot of things we need to consider in regards to that. And and I think, you know, coaches need to have serious conversations with their quarterback saying, like, listen, I get you want to make plays, but you got to be very smart about when you do that. Because this is the franchise, you know, and – even in the playoffs this year. I mean, how many teams are we going to get there? Just like, I don't really know if that's going to be even a competitive team. And we still have three weeks to go. You know, I don't want to say it, but it feels like every week another quarterback goes down. Another quarterback or two. I mean, imagine if, you know, I, I really hope this doesn't happen, but like what if uh, Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy or Dak or Mahomes or Tua go down? I mean, those teams are going to be in serious trouble. And again, you don't want that to happen, but kind of look at also the quarterbacks who are healthy this season. You know, Brock Purdy, been healthy. Team's winning. Right? He doesn't really leave the pocket that much. Uh, obviously, he had the UCL, but that was, again, a freak kind of injury. But that's also because he wasn't really throwing the ball away. Dak's been healthy this year. He had that one play, which was, I think, either him running or him outside the pocket, where he got where he, uh, broke his uh, uh, tibia or fibia. Um, Mahomes, obviously, I mean, he's taken some shots, but he manages to stay healthy. Josh Allen's a, a beast. Uh, Lamar, I mean, you know, he hasn't been injured this year, but in the past, I mean, he's missed a lot of games his career. Um, Josh Allen certainly has put his body in harm's way many, many times. And he hasn't gotten injured yet, but it, it feels like to me, again, I hope not, but it, it seems like a matter of time. Tua, you know, has had many, many concussions. Um, he's had many injuries, shoulder injuries and, and the like. Um, you know, it's just like Jared Goff really has been able to stay unscathed throughout his career because he kind of, you know, doesn't really leave the pocket. He, you know, but he does hold on to the ball for quite a while. 
So I just think that's something to consider. And I think that's something that we all need to, 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 to just like be honest and say to ourselves, you know, is this possible? Are quarterbacks really holding onto the ball too long? And is that causing more quarterbacks to be put in kind of these positions where it's not just that they're getting hit, but they're getting hit in odd ways because they're either releasing the ball at the same time or they're, they're, they're just holding on to it so long. I mean, there are just so many things that go into it. So I'm not really making – I'm not saying that this is the case, but I'm saying for me, from what I've been viewing, from what I've been seeing, from what my eyes tell me, and from kind of the data this year of like, hey, look how many quarterbacks are injured, but we're supposed to be protecting quarterbacks. I feel like this is maybe not the solution or the answer to that question, but it's certainly a factor. I, I would I would put some good money that this is maybe not the whole picture, but certainly a, an important factor as to why quarterbacks are getting injured. So listen to it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and let me know your thoughts in the comments. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot. Fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala. <laughs>